This is RBN, the Republic Broadcasting Network. management and fall is definitely in the air over here uh the phone lines are open 512-248-8252 or 1-800-313-9443 today's is sunday the 5th of september 2021 and my are the months just blowing by show number 111 so today i have a theme for you <clears throat> it's called the current psyop is in your minds and I have a human interest story later that I'd like to try to disseminate a little bit. I just kind of thought it was kind of funny after watching a nice video there that uh, since uh, the times that we're living in, God, I hate that pop-up. Anyway, so uh, I remember a saying once where one man told another one saying, you're sure gullible, uh, to which the other man said, I am. And I suppose the government keeps adding fluoride and lithium to water supplies so that they'll remain that way, too. Gullible, by the way, by the way is uh, one that's easily deceived or duped. Uh, you could be cheated. Anyway, or gulled. <laughs> gulled into something. Anyway, uh, so I thought I'd include these two stories here. Uh, researchers have found that naturally occurring lithium in drinking water may have the potential to reduce suicide and may help in mood stabilization, especially in populations with relatively high suicide rates. Uh, if they'd fixed government, they probably wouldn't have any of that problem. But anyway, after much scientific research in 1945, the city of Grand Rapids, Michigan, was the first to add fluoride to its city water system. Uh, that's how to create sheep, and that one there is listed on the CDC.gov website. Think of all this years of this research and all the science to prime Americans to, you know, this get the brain, the psyche to actually believe that we as Americans are exceptional. God, wake up. Wait, I, I, I digress in my God remark. Uh, that was G-A-W-D, by the way. If you count the corporate banking, government fraud, illegal wars, the lies, and now you're, you're, you're all in the hands... <laughs> Of a bunch of psychopaths. So uh, forget the Kool-Aid. Keep drinking that water. Thankfully, I live here in rural Montana and have an ice-cold well. So uh, sorry for you city folk, but uh, anyway. Anyway, let, let's look back at today and see how we arrived at this point. So with that, Mr. Producer, clip number one. 
I'm Adrian Clarkson. Tonight we report on a secret CIA research project carried out in Montreal in which mental patients felt they were used as the CIA's guinea pigs. They kept you asleep for 23 days and while I was asleep they were shocking the heck out of me with electric shocks. The CIA was interested in, in Dr. Cameron's work on psychic driving because it could give them an idea of where the personality could break or be stressed. Uh, those of us who were involved with trying to find out something about brainwashing, yes, this is, uh, that, this is the reason that we were interested in Dr. Cameron's work. The American Central Intelligence Agency has been accused of manipulating citizens of countries all over the world, including no. Canada. At the moment, a number of Canadians are considering suing the CIA. They believe they are victims of covert CIA experiments. Tonight, two Canadians who feel the past 20 years of their lives were damaged by the CIA tell their stories publicly for the first time. They believe they were part of a CIA project called MKUltra, a research project so secret that even the Canadian government was not informed that the agency was funding activities in this country. The CIA was seeking a new weapon aimed not at the body, but at the mind. Americans became obsessed with brainwashing during the Korean War. Prisoners of war returned home denouncing the American way of life. Hearing them parroting propaganda, the CIA became convinced the communists had found the key to brainwashing. Now the Americans had to unlock the mystery of mind control. Uh, there was great worry that the Soviets had developed uh, rather esoteric and unusual methods of uh, uh, so-called brainwashing people. Uh, the purge trials... Dr. John Gittinger was the CIA's chief psychologist for 25 years. There was continued pressure put upon anybody within uh, the agency in connection with trying to explain or understand uh, brainwashing. So we were charged with rather an elaborate attempt to try to find out chemical, psychological, any kind of means <clears throat> that people could use to influence the behavior of other people. Nothing seemed too bizarre. To find out if sex could be used in spying, the agency studied San Francisco prostitutes and their clients. Using unwitting human beings as their guinea pigs, the agency tried everything, drugs, hypnosis, electroshock. Under code names like MK Ultra, the CIA spent 25 years and 25 million dollars on secret mind control research. Brainwashing could be a powerful ideological weapon and the US had to have it. And when the agency didn't undertake its own studies, it funded someone else's. Thus the search for mind control brought MK Ultra to Canada, to Montreal. Even in the Cold War years of the late 50s and early 60s, most doctors and academics would have been embarrassed to have found that an organization of spies was openly paying for their research. So the CIA set up a number of fronts, respectable foundations like the Human Ecology Fund. Sounds innocent enough, but it was run by the CIA's brainwashing experts. Here at McGill University in Montreal, the fund found three projects worth financing. They supported an extensive study of witch doctors in Nigeria. How, investigators wondered, did native healers cure mental illness? 
What mysterious drugs and potions did they use? ...used to bind up excited patients. A sleeping potion is then administered. Twenty years ago, the Human Ecology Fund paid for this movie. This soothes the patient's head. But it was only recently that the man who made the film found out that he had been working with the CIA's money. The author of the Nigerian study is still at McGill University. News of his connection to the CIA came as quite a surprise to Dr. Raymond Prince. I, I couldn't imagine why the CIA would be interested in my work in uh, uh, looking at uh, indigenous healers in West Africa. That seemed uh, really strange. That was my first reaction, you know. In, I, I couldn't believe that, uh, I couldn't understand how the CIA would be interested in that. Uh, because there were all kinds of, uh, of uh, beliefs that African witch doctors could put the hex on people. But anybody who makes a systematic study of what are the psychological f factors that can produce anything from having a person run amok in uh, uh, Indonesia or uh, uh, die of the sickness from a witch doctor in uh, Africa, would certainly add to all of the knowledge that we were being able to accumulate about behavioral science techniques. The Human Ecology Fund also helped set up the Transcultural Psychiatric Research Review. Edited at McGill, the journal continues to publish without CIA support. The largest MK Ultra research project, this one directly related to brainwashing, was carried out at the university's psychiatric hospital, the Allen Memorial Institute. Located atop Mount Royal, in a mansion with the eerie name of Ravenscrag, the Allen Memorial was once the most prestigious mental hospital in Canada. The unorthodox treatments of its director caught the attention of the CIA in the mid-50s. Dr. Ewan Cameron, the first director of the Allen Memorial, ran the institute with an iron hand for 20 years. But Dr. Cameron remained an American citizen and left the Allen abruptly in 1964. He returned to the United States, where he died in 1967. An energetic, enigmatic man, Cameron was an internationally honored and respected psychiatrist, but he was not universally liked. Former colleague, Dr. Elliot Emanuel. He was uh, an authoritarian, ruthless, power-hungry, nervous, tense, angry man. Not very nice. Much of Cameron's research went on in the stables next to the main hospital building. Here he had his subjects photographed before and after treatment. Dr. Cameron may not have known that the $60,000 research grant he received from the Human Ecology Fund really came from the CIA. Rudolf Hess. Nonetheless, it now seems ironic to some that Cameron was called to the Nuremberg trials to examine Rudolf Hess. For it was at Nuremberg, after Nazi doctors who experimented on prisoners of war were condemned, that a code of scientific ethics was adopted. Research must be completely safe, and research subjects must give full, voluntary consent. Well, there's your Nuremberg for you, and current experimentations that we're having right now. Uh... You know, when you look back at what the CIA has done, it was basically finding ways to envelop one's mind, and I have a patent for you later on, 
And of course, when, one way to do that is through this patent I'll mention later, but uh, the process in which you can't control tens of thousands of, say, TV stations across the country, and so you network them. And then you have six major networks who then create a policy, and then, of course, the CIA's infiltration uh, happens. And that was brought out in July of 1996 there on the Senate Select Committee under the CIA's use of journalists and clergy. So with that, I want to get on to my next little clip here, uh, clip number two there. Documents recently released by the CIA reveal what research Cameron proposed. To make patients receptive to repetitive messages, Cameron suggested using chemical agents to break down ongoing patterns of behavior. Chemical agents like LSD. LSD was almost unknown in the late 50s and not yet widely tested. Despite the horrible hallucinations small doses can produce, Dr. Cameron left some of his patients to unsupervised LSD trips. In 1956, Bob Logie was 18 years old when his severe leg pains were diagnosed as psychosomatic and he was sent to the Allen Memorial Institute. When Bob heard the news reports of CIA-funded research at the Allen, he sent for his medical records. They revealed several doses of LSD. Today, Bob Logie lives and works in Vancouver, but he's still angry. I feel like I've been completely used. I feel like my mind has been completely invaded. I suppose uh, if guinea pigs have feelings, they'd feel like I do. LSD trips were terrifying to patients who had never heard of LSD and who had no way of knowing why their world was suddenly upside down. Hallucinations last for hours. Experts say this is what an acid trip would look like if it could be filmed. LSD was uh, really horrifying, very horrifying, and uh, they gave it to me for about 12 or 15 times. One minute I would see the doctor there, the next minute I wouldn't see him there, and uh, they were asking me all kinds of questions, and uh, I remember them telling me that I was getting smaller and smaller, and I really felt myself getting smaller. And uh, they were bringing me back in time, way back, you know, at one point, I almost felt like I was just about to be uh, born, <laughs> really, that far back in memory. And uh, they were really, really probing, uh, asking all kinds of questions. And uh, I felt I didn't have any control. I had to answer. I didn't feel I had any control. I was completely, uh, like they had complete control over me. <laughs> Bob's leg pains were eventually treated with cortisone, but the effects of the LSD stayed with him, and soon he was back in the hospital. I just uh, felt I couldn't cope, I couldn't adjust after the LSD, and uh, I was having a hard time. I uh, couldn't hold down a job for very long. I was going from you know one place to another, and uh, the anxiety really built up. I just, I just couldn't cope, and I went back the interest in this sort of chemical, this kind of magic, this shortcut weapon prompted the CIA's interest in hallucinogens, particularly LSD? Yeah, very definitely, because 
the uh, um, the 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 first pressure was being based on the idea that there was some kind of truth serum or truth drug or something on that. So the people who knew that end of the business, they were definitely beginning to look in terms of chemotherapy. And of course, to people in this day and age, it's very hard to believe that the the period before 1960 was a period which was certainly not a chemical culture in this country and not a drug culture in any sense of the word. With some patients, Dr. Cameron tried a drastic treatment called depatterning. Massive doses of electroshock, 20 times more intense than the standard shock treatments used today, were administered to patients who were kept sleeping for days. Dr. Cameron thought he could wipe out patients' sick behavior and leave the healthy personality intact. But first patients were to be so depatterned that some even forgot their toilet training. Not all the patients ever completely regained their memories. Dr. Peter Roper was a close colleague of Dr. Cameron's at the Allen. Some would reach what Cameron would uh, call the third stage of depatterning uh, that, uh, with that method. Others would need uh, two treatments a day, maybe for a week or longer, before what, they got to the third stage. What would stage. characterize the third stage of depatterning? Well, the third stage, as defined by Cameron, was a, a loss of um, uh, ability to uh, uh, orientate themselves. They, they knew who they were, but they didn't know where they were, and they didn't know what age they were. As you probably know, uh, electroshock treatment has been given for depression for something like 40 years now. It's a very successful and uh, useful treatment for severe depression that doesn't respond to other things. But depatterning is a use of electroshock treatment in a totally different way, in which instead of giving the shocks, say, two or three times a week, uh, they're given two or three times a day for three or four weeks reducing the patient to a sort of animal, vegetable state, from which it's hoped that they would recover in a, uh, a more healthy state of mind. It didn't work. Didn't work, huh? Uh, <clears throat> I have to laugh at all this stuff, really. Chemical agents, that's, uh, <clears throat> that's why uh, the oil uh, or uh, these petrochemical industry is so important. You know, we, as well as others, have governments that allow certain drugs to enter their countries here in the United States. It's by looking the other way or cutting deals with the drug cartels. And then we have big pharma with the government, again, who, with that consent and the FDA's approval, prescribe other drugs that change your own perception. Then they say on the said product, it may help with and or has been shown to help with, but it never says it actually gives you a cure but what it does do is it sedates a person for life you know a conspiracy theory can be defined as a belief that there are certain groups that meet in secret to plan and carry out malevolent goals you think so well just remember here with the Sackler uh, uh, indicted uh, Sackler family <coughs> Jewish <coughs> anyway uh, here they were behind this opiate crisis for a long time and the only way they would pay their so-called fine, which would be in restitution for the what the help of 400-some-odd thousand deaths, is that they would not be prosecuted for future crimes. Stay tuned. We'll be right back here on Perception Management. All I want is what I have with you. 
Folks, we're living in a world the likes of which we've never perceived any clearer than we do now. The plan for global governance has been in the works for generations and would have likely been achieved by now but for the fact that the globalists left open their Achilles heel. With all their tools, Federal Reserve System, fiat currency, no child left behind and then common core education introduced to our schools to dumb us down, vaccines, pharmaceuticals to lobotomize us, GMO foods, insertion of compromised or bought and paid for politicians, judges, mainstream media propaganda, all pieced together like a puzzle designed to ultimately bring the world under submission. But with all their strategy, they forgot one thing, knowledge and knowledge is power. With knowledge, their bombardment is nullified. Folks, with that, as brilliant and knowledgeable as you've become, among the wisest audience of any radio audience in the world, and you are, I want you to take a moment to reflect and ask yourself, how much of that knowledge did I obtain from Republic Broadcasting Network? How high has my consciousness been raised since I've been a listener? How fast am I now able to discriminate truth from fake news by being a Republic Broadcasting listener? How clear am I now able to see the world since I've been listening to RBN? Ask yourselves those questions, folks. Then ask yourself, what is that knowledge worth to me? Like my morning coffee, how would I survive without it? A voice of truth and a sea of lies. Do we not all need to make sure it survives? Like public broadcasting, we are now finding we can only survive with listener support. Censorship, advertisers being attacked, truth itself being attacked. It's the only way through this. We at Republic Broadcasting humbly ask you to become a supporter. Look at your budget and make a determination of what Republic Broadcasting is worth to you and what you can afford on a monthly basis. Go to republicbroadcasting.org and pledge 20, 30, 40, 50, if possible, 100 a month or more if it's affordable. Click the Donate button and become a regular monthly donor. Assure both us and yourself that Republic Broadcasting Truth will continue to flow like that morning coffee. The network thanks you. Tired of being lied to by mass media? It's growing more and more apparent today that news is received less and less through standard media outlets. Even with a growing audience every day, RBN is beginning to direct more efforts into social media. Social media and the use of the Internet is fast becoming the primary source of people for news, regardless of demographic. RBN has set out to provide some of the best news on the Internet through republicbroadcasting.org and also has begun to use the tools to our advantage by way of social media. Republic Broadcasting is now operating a Facebook page to function as yet another avenue to have our collective voice reach new audiences across not only America, but across the globe as well. The Facebook page features not only news, but also an RBN player to listen to our broadcast. Get involved by visiting Facebook.com slash Republic Broadcasting and liking our page and share it with your friends and family because you can handle the truth. up Sunday morning with no way to hold my head didn't hurt and the beer I had for breakfast wasn't bad so I had had one more for dessert welcome back everyone you know uh, we're faced today with what they call ethical science oh by the way I'm kind of mellow today I I recently just got my uh, medical marijuana again. So uh, I figured the way they're doing this, since I've been on hold for five years for reconstructive surgery, which they probably know I'll sue their asses off for afterwards, and that they won't give me the surgery until I probably get vaccinated. 
that I have to continue to live in pain, and probably eventually they will not be prescribing any painkillers either. So I decided to opt back into the medical marijuana. So, footloose and fancy free. Ethical science. Uh, here's one for you, and I have a comment for after this clip here. So, clip number three, Mr. Producer. To put patients to sleep for up to a month at a time, Dr. Cameron used a combination of depatterning and large doses of drugs. Individual taped messages were repeated to sleeping patients 15 hours a day in an effort to brainwash them back to health. Now, Cameron reasoned, with their negative memories obliterated, positive suggestions could be implanted. Suggestions like, begin to assert yourself, express your anger, Dr. Cameron called his technique psychic driving. Bob Logie had driving therapy when he returned to the Allen in 1959. I was there for a while and I thought, I, I don't want to stay here, and I, and I started to run away from the um, hospital, and they grabbed me, and then they put me on sleep treatment. And that, they kept you asleep for 23 days, and while I was asleep, they were shocking the heck out of me with electric shocks and playing tapes uh, just over and over. I don't know what was on the tapes yet, but we're going to find out what was on the tapes through uh, hypnosis. The CIA was interested in, in Dr. Cameron's work on psychic driving because it could give them an idea of where the personality could break or be stressed. The, those of us who were involved with trying to find out something about brainwashing, yes, this is, uh, this is the reason that we were interested in Dr. Cameron's work. Patients came to the Allen Memorial Institute from all across Canada. Dr. Ewan Cameron, it was said, would give them the best psychiatric care money could buy. But some of the patients had no idea that a lot of their treatment, the LSD, the massive doses of electric shock, the sleep therapy, was highly experimental. When I was in the hospital in 59, my husband, that's when he told me he thought they were killing me because he said that it was every day and there's a special treatment which he doesn't know. There was, I think there was some sleep. I was always asleep. He was, used to call the hospital. I couldn't have any visitors for three weeks, you see. Hilda Bernston was at the Allen Memorial in 1959 as Dr. Cameron's patient. She's convinced that the sleep treatment she received was depatterning. Her memory remains severely damaged. Mrs. Bernston was an English war bride. She and her Canadian husband went to Montreal in 1945 to raise their family. After a nervous breakdown, she was hospitalized at the Allen. It's three weeks that was out of my life as far as I'm concerned because I can't remember anything about it. I didn't know my husband and my children, my brother-in-law and his wife. And it, my sister-in-law at that time, when she saw me, she cried. My brother-in-law told me this when she saw me. She's a registered nurse, too, and she said she'd never seen such a change in a person in three weeks. But I, I looked really dreadful. I, I still can't remember my aunt being with us. I look at the pictures that we took when she was here. We took her to the New York, and we went. We were at the museum there. Uh, I look at the pictures, and I still can't remember her being with us. And she was with me for three months. And and this aunt was my mother's sister, who was very de near and dear to me. 
Dr. Emanuel thinks Cameron's use of extensive electroshock depatterning was somewhat unethical. The quantity, the frequency, the intensity, and the uh, sort of animal state that, to which it reduced the patients. What you're really saying is that the doctor knows that by doing it that much to somebody, there's going to be an effect? Indeed. And, and with little promise of, of cure. Hope, but as it turned out, it wasn't, a, and it didn't become an accepted psychiatric treatment. So many patients were left with some amnesia after depatterning that the Allens stopped the treatment when you and Cameron left. Under the new director, Cameron's disciples would come to regret their enthusiastic use of depatterning. Dr. Peter Roper left the Allen Memorial in 1967. What were the circumstances of your leaving the Allen? Somewhat questionable. In what way? Um, the annual reappointment was not renewed in uh, 67. Did Dr. Cameron have anything to do with this or was it after he left? Oh, that was after he left. That was, he left in 64. Did you have any disagreement about treatments given there? I didn't disagree with anybody. I think there was a, um, the depatterning treatment was stopped, I think, in 65. So anybody that continued to, to do it after Cameron left didn't do it after 1965. So you didn't do it after 65? Oh, no. no. Uh, I certainly know that a, 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 an intelligent ethical scientist today would not do an awful lot of things that an ethical scientist would do in those days. Well, apparently he's never met Dr. Fauci, has he? Anyway. It goes to show you what uh, the extent of how people allow things to happen. Anyway, we'll be right back. Stay tuned for Perception Management. Everybody knows that the days are loaded. Everybody rolls with their fingers crossed. Everybody knows the war is over. Everybody knows the good guys lie. Everybody... Truth! You can't handle the truth! You're listening to Republic Broadcasting Network. Real news. Real talk. Real people. Because you can handle the truth. Here at Republic Broadcasting Network, we have been building our online store. Well, we have been focusing on bringing you the best talk show host in the country. Here at Republic Broadcasting Network, we also want our listeners to have products they can use every day and in times of emergency. We have added new products each week to our store. Your support of this network, plus products at the best prices, is a win-win situation. Check out our new store. Go to our website, republicbroadcasting.org, and click on the online store located at the top of our website. Together, we can continue to grow RBN and help our listeners prepare for the future. Go to republicbroadcasting.org and click on our online store or call us. 800-724-2719, extension 3. 800-724-2719, extension 3. 
Extendivite has proven time and again, it really works. Here's a testimonial from Amazon.com. I am only 40, but I have put my body through hell working in manufacturing for 20 years. I recently started to notice a buzzing feeling along with a stuttering sensation with my heart. I had a full cardio stress done, which I passed. I decided to try Extendivite after getting the jingle stuck in my head. Halfway through the bottle, I really did notice a difference. After getting home from work, I would just sit in a chair for a few hours feeling like crap, and this stuff reduced that feeling along with heart discomfort to almost nothing. Extendivite is only $69.95 for a two-month supply. To order, call 1-877-928-8822 or visit heartdrop.com. That's H-E-A-R-T-D-R-O-P.com. Extend your life with What would you say if I told you we have a new tool that will increase production and lower maintenance costs for your meat processing company, and it would pay for itself in just six weeks? When pigs fly! The new Ease-Off Model EZ4 replaces old spring-style carcass droppers and is faster, safer, and more reliable. The Ease-Off lowers or lifts 1,000 pounds to or from your rail automatically using our remote control. Sounds expensive. Can I afford it? Can you afford not to try the Ease-Off? It installs fast with just three bolts in place of your current dropper. The effortless operation will reduce fatigue and injuries, speed up your line, eliminate downtime, and increase profit. How can I order my Ease-Off? Go to easeoff.com, E-A-Z-E-O-F-F.com, and hurry, because we are offering $200 off on the new Easy 4 for a limited time. Easeoff.com. We make pigs fly. Cows, too. Easeoff LLC. Summersville, Missouri. 417-932-6419. I've been waiting for something to happen For a week or a month or a year With the blood and the ink of the headline And the sound of the crowd in my ear You might ask what it takes to remember When you know that you've seen it before Where a government lies to a people And a country is drifting to war there's a shadow on the faces Welcome back, the man. You know, I just, uh, <clears throat> uh, you're listening to Perception Management here with Keith Rogers. Uh, I was just, uh, I'd sent a video over into the chat room there uh, showing them offering baby bacon and stuff like that. And I'm not kidding you. There's actors and stuff that have even, they're putting their blood in sausages, and I just thought I'd look that story up, and I found another one here, which was released today about this hex sausages over there in the UK. Due to Brexit, wants to hire prisoners and Afghan refugees with a gap in their workers. So uh, it's like everyone always capitalizes on someone else's uh, misery. Kind of like a human interest story I have later on. But um, anyway, so uh, again, we... Uh, I, you know, I think of all the conditioning that people receive through watching TV, cell phones, news, papers, and of course, I'll remind you of how special you are, because I'm good enough. I'm special. What's that? How's that go? Because I'm good enough. I'm smart enough. And God darn it, people like me. Uh, the reason I do this is to show not because I am better than anyone, 
though I will say that I have less distractions and generally care about people, not just Americans. Uh, every day in these days, I, I see a glimmer of hope for mankind. Uh, hearing young men and women that are truly awake as to the world around them, and I'm not talking about the woke crowd. Um, I also attribute that to those children coming from homes probably with strong families and higher moral, moral values there. Uh, just as seeing those around the world rise up to tyranny and, and uh, against all governments that are oppressing their people, or an agenda that has nothing to do with a virus. It is the largest power grab from those Satanists in power right now. And look around you and your neighborhood. As Michael Jackson uh, sang, they don't care about us. They care about their corporate profits. So, <clears throat> with that, Mr. Producer, I want to get into clip four here, and we'll talk about informed consent. That's right, number four. How do you now feel about the use of involuntary subjects for CIA experiments or CIA-funded agency experiments? I certainly think that it would be ridiculous in this day and age. I, oh, no, I don't see any way that uh, you, you would do that. There was no informed consent. I, I would guess that, uh, as I've just said, informed consent, as we now know it, was not a part of research at that time. And especially as regards the use of LSD, perhaps, or the depatterning, uh, I doubt if those patients really led, know what they were being knew what they were being led into. Informed consent doesn't mean much to people who are mentally ill. Not many people are so mentally disturbed that they can't uh, understand uh, that they're being given an experimental drug or they're being, being given electroshock three times a day. People can understand that. It can be explained in simple words. It had a great effect on my life. I mean, I have been sick before and uh, I've had treatment to... But there were never any experience I had was like that I had in 59. I've never been able to sleep without medication since the sleep treatment. I went through years and years and years of severe depressions. I dream about it. I, all, my, all my waking hours, I think about it. It's, uh, I, it's eating me up. It really is. I mean, if he was doing it, knew that what he was doing for the benefit of the CIA, then I don't agree with this at all. I mean, why pick on me or anybody else? I don't like that. It leaves me completely uh, stunned. I don't know if I'll ever recover from it. You know, the, uh, the issue at hand here is how this guy mentioned here in the second uh, feature was the fact that he was so out of tune with the outside reality that he wanted to go back to his little la-la land where he's sedated and stuff. And that's the problem that we have today is that people have got so many distractions to keep them occupied. One of which is like watching, say, a clip on, say, YouTube where it says RT is funded in whole or part by the Russian government. Well, that's true. There's no one to lie about that. 
But there should be a disclaimer against every one of these ABC, uh, NBC, whatever like that, Fox, that this station has been known to lie to its people. So, uh, I mean, wh what do you get from that? So uh, this informed consent, this is like our so-called Nuremberg 2.0, which we're talking about now, is to where they are removing people's informed consent through these emergency authorization bullcrap that they're playing on everyone. Again, for an alleged virus that generally, like me, uh, since this story broke in October of 2019, uh, which I'll get on to here in a second here, uh, but here it is, uh, September of 2021. I've still yet to meet anyone that has been uh, 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 sick with COVID, died from COVID, or anything, stuff like that. And I hear quite a bit here on ham radio and stuff too, so uh, anyway, so as I mentioned, uh, uh, you know, th this experimenting stuff started with this MK Ultra stuff, and they have developed that into television, all forms of media. And again, uh, if it isn't an actual pill you're taking, the sedation is coming from your mental attributes of which they're dulling down. And that's hence the call for the term sheep. But, uh, and I mentioned earlier, though, that people are resilient. And this is a, a clip I'm going to have uh, our producer play. It's only 40, uh, sorry, it's only 17 seconds long. But I'll have him play that first, and then I'll, I'll give you the dialogue what happened there. So, Mr. Producer, clip five. And we'll underpin the firm. Well, that was an Italian woman who was rising up against a corrupt bankster and pharma fascist Mario Draghi over there who plans to sell his people's future to pharma fascists. Of course, bravo, right? Uh, the female power against the new COVID Nazis. <laughs> but that story's out of Reuters there. But, uh, you know, uh, Huxley said there will be, in the next generation or so, a pharmacological method of making people love their servitude and producing dictatorship without fears, so to speak, producing a kind and painless concentration camp for entire societies so that people will, in fact, have their liberties taken away from them, but rather enjoy it, because they will distract them from any desire to rebel against the propaganda or brainwashing or brainwashing enhanced by pharma pharmacological uh, methods. And this seems to be the final revolution, the great deception. And, of course, this is on top of the story there from Reuters, where it talks about Italy may eventually make COVID vaccine shots compulsory for all, as Draghi says. So, again, they can't isolate the virus in over 40-some-odd countries, and yet they keep pushing this vaccines and stuff. So everyone, again, like I mentioned, always says, what's in the vaccine? Uh, go straight to hell. Texas Republican blasts both parties after this amendment now to draft women is adopted. So, while Democrats and some Republicans celebrated the historic inclusion of women into the U.S. military draft, Congressman Chip Roy, a Republican out of Texas, went on a rant against both parties for this and other policies over the next few years. 
Again, why? Well, the coming war with China. The Selective Service System uh, currently requires men 18 to 25 years of age to register, as most people know. An amendment that would extend that to women as well was adopted by a 35 to 24 vote. Of course, this is where, uh, you know, uh, you're supposed to pick up your old kit bag and smile off to fight for all those wars for your alleged freedoms. God, people are sheep. Gullible. Speaking of wars and lies, uh, clip number six there, Mr. Producer, let's hear about the former FBI counterterrorism consultant, Paul Williams. We created ISIS. I mean, ISIS is no less than uh, the people up in Islamburg, no less than Gulen, is a CIA creation. Um, John McCain, for heaven's sake, was over there with the, with the ISIS officials. We created them. They came from the al-Nursi group, the uh, Syrian Liberation Front. They, these two organizations combined, and they, they, they morphed into ISIS. It's our creation. We create them. We still direct them. When ISIS warriors are injured in, in battle, where are they transported? They're transported, for heaven's sake, to Israel. They're treated by the Israelis in Israeli hospitals and brought back to battle. Well, plenty, plenty of the rebels have admitted, acknowledged that they've been supported by Israel, and they've, they've thanked Israel for helping oh, them. Yeah. Throughout, in fact, arms are oftentimes caught, Israeli arms are caught on, you know, on route to the rebel groups. <laughs> no crap. <laughs> yes, you go kill what your government created, who just might kill you, with the very arms and ammo they gave to them, proxy forces. That's always been my warning after studying the CIA for so long. I keep thinking of that poor BLM and Antifa groups, Proud Boys and whoever else is out there in the land of, uh, of uh, covert ops. All these groups are infiltrated with the FBI, as you've well known seen, and that in the end, they always turn on the group. So once they're used... BLM, Antifa, whatever, they finally get their agenda going. Then finally they'll crack down on those groups, just like the United States is always constantly talking about killing ISIS when in fact they're killing civilians and others to overthrow another democratically elected government that has a separate banking system or whatever, or has oil, whatever like that, you know. So Now, uh, with that there, I have a 2 minute and 45 uh, second clip here about the uh, the prison down in Australia. So uh, with that, Mr. Producer, clip number seven. Well, the mockery of Australia around the world and criticism uh, is uh, increasing. I'm seeing pieces just about every day, sometimes multiple pieces a day from around the world. There's one in the Atlantic today with the headline, Australia traded away too much liberty. The article reads, up to now, one of Earth's freest societies, Australia, has become a hermit continent. How long can a country maintain emergency restrictions on its citizens' lives while still calling itself a liberal democracy? Australia has been testing the limits uh, before 2020. The idea of Australia all but forbidding its citizens from leaving the country, a restriction associated with communist regimes, was unthinkable. Today, it is a widely accepted policy. Um, Nick, they've gone from the criticism just to mocking us. Have a look at this meme that's doing the rounds today. There's a lot of memes, but this one I thought was 
a little bit funny. What does the world's largest <laughs> prison look like from space? Well, it's hard to argue against that because uh, we are a prison island. No one's allowed to leave. You're not really allowed to come back. Um, and there's also been a commentary on Australia being a prison nation on the front page of the Times, the prestigious British Times uh, Front page pointer read, COVID prison, how Australia lost its freedom. The article reads, as they watched those in the UK flock to weddings and festivals last weekend, 5.3 million residents of Greater Sydney entered their 10th executive week of consecutive week of lockdown, unable to stray further than five kilometres from their house for outdoor recreation. Well, if they'd bothered to look a bit further, they would have also seen around, you know, seven million Victorians not being able to go anywhere and actually living under a curfew. Um, but it's not just the Times, Nicholas, the Washington Post, Wall Street Journal, publications um, around the world that haven't really sort of paid much attention to Australia uh, wondering what sort of a dystopian nightmare we have turned into well, because we are not like the rest of the world. Australia and New Zealand stand alone in enforcing some of the most draconian restrictions on what are supposed to be free people because we are not North Korea. You know, you shouldn't well, be able to prevent you, Nicholas, from getting on a plane and going to, I don't know, where do you want to go, Italy, uh, as an Australian citizen, you should have the right to leave if you want to without first seeking permission, which is normally denied. Yep. You know, in that clip there, I thought I'd remind the listener that Australia is a coalition member who fought for their freedoms too. You know, soldiers are dying for political gain of others, that's it. How's that freedom and democracy working out for all you? And you can see, as she noted there, the publications that are now carrying this Australian prison stuff. This is called conditioning. It's getting you ready for what's coming. And now you can see they're over there in London right now. They're they're trying to thwart this. And if it's there, if it's Western allied, then it'll be coming here. On top of that, the one percenters, uh, yes, the VAR site, uh, said that uh, they only actually record about 1% of the adverse reactions and deaths. And so with that, there comes the news that the CDC data that over 1,300 or 13,900 are dead from COVID-19 injections and 2.5 million others are injured so far. And if that's only 1%, imagine the death toll on that legalized murder, democide. We'll be right back. Don't sing and dance and don't walk. Long Homeowners, if your lender has gone out of business or sold your transaction to another lender or servicer, you may be the victim of a wrongful foreclosure resulting in the loss of your home. If you've already lost your home, are in foreclosure, or even in good standing, you can challenge the mortgage transaction's illegal issue and your property can be restored to you. And your foreclosure can be stopped or reversed and the mortgage transaction declared unenforceable. State laws, U.S. title codes, the Uniform Commercial Codes, and U.S. Supreme Court rulings have upheld that defective mortgage documentations can reverse or stop foreclosures and enforce property title claims in favor of the homeowner. 
owner. We are having successes in stopping the process of foreclosure, the enforcement of the foreclosure judgments, the sale of property, and evictions after the sale. We are not attorneys, and we don't give legal advice. We are a professional team of legal researchers, providing forensic mortgage audits and expert witnesses. We have the knowledge to produce the evidence and enforce laws regarding your legal issues. We've been in business for 12 years without a complaint. Consultations are free, and we provide a free title search to confirm if your mortgage has legal defects. Please call 855-253-3748. 855-2-KEEP-IT-TODAY. Corporate media dominates the American opinion. Finding independent voices that counter this avalanche is becoming increasingly difficult. With the endless corruption running rampant throughout our government, independent voices are needed more than ever to battle the offensive against our freedoms and liberties. As a listener of RBN, no one understands this concept better than you. Now it's up to you to do your part. The time has come for you to take action and begin broadcasting the truth to hundreds or thousands of people every month. Sound impossible? Quite the contrary. With pointed slogans from LibertyStickers.com, you can reach countless sleeping Americans unaware that they live in a real-life wonderland. LibertyStickers.com has a huge inventory of political bumper stickers and messages that reflect the truth about our government, our politicians, and the future of America. With so many in stock, there's one perfect for you. Visit us today at LibertyStickers.com. Again, that's LibertyStickers.com. Do your part. Your voice is important. Let it be heard. Are you sick of censorship? TLB Talk is the cure. TLB stands for truth, liberty, and balance. We are the newest and most unique social media platform to hit the internet. We were built out of necessity because Big Tech, Big Pharma, and Big Brother are out of control. The only thing bigger than them is when we the people are united. With that vision, TLB Talk was born. Our battlefield is in cyberspace. The battle we're in can be won by clicks of buttons and voting with your wallet. TLB Talk has no hidden agendas, no corporate funding, and we do not sell, trade, or give away any of your information. Our platform runs off of generous donations of members and merchandise profits. So please, check out our site. It's the best around. And be sure to stop by our store. It's loaded with items that'll have you feeling a sense of member pride and victory. Come unite with us today at TLBTalk.com and join the social media revolution. Welcome back, everyone. You're listening to Perception Management here on RBN. Hey, if you're keeping up with world events here, uh, I don't know if you realize this, but uh, Saudi Arabia is also gravitating towards Russia and China and the New Belt Road. So as a retaliatory means, Biden has ordered the release of 9-11 documents linking Saudi involvement. You see how they play? Don't cross the United States. Anyway, Dan Andrews, who's down there in Australia also, he said uh, in a tweet, every baby born in 2020 or 2021 will be invited to be part of the biggest clinical study in our history. 
It could be a game changer for fighting disease, the first of its kind anywhere in the world, and it's happening right here in Victoria. And this is back on this Generation V stuff. <clears throat> I, uh... <laughs> I can't see... Uh, I told you about that one video where that one young boy there, handsome kid, they got an injection in his arm, and then so he started uh, bleeding out of his nose and died just a couple hours later like that, you know. Uh, but I'll tell you what, uh, I have another story here, too, uh, which is kind of co-related. Uh, that when uh, you think of all your time and investment into raising children and stuff, and then they have their lives snuffed out like that, and that the perpetrators get away with the crime free, just like the Sackler family has mentioned all those opiate deaths and everything like that. Just as long as you can't prosecute them. By the way, as far as historical-wise, 125 years ago, uh, you didn't have to ask permission for the following from the government. Collect rainwater, go fishing, own property, start a business, renovate your home, build a home, use transportation vehicle, get married, hunt, own a weapon, cut hair, sell a product, protest, grow food on your own property, set up lemonade stands, sell food. You can do virtually nothing without being extorted by the government. So, anyway. Fully vaccinated deaths. Hospitalizations in cases on the rise by alarming rates. There's a video to this. It's over on Red Voice Media. And it says, wait a minute. Haven't we all been told that vaccines work? And if they work as advised, why would the cases cause these hospitalizations? And, of course, now, as I think I've mentioned before, you know, that they wanted the five-month booster, and now Pfizer's coming out with a pill that you can take daily or twice a day. Gullible. Say Pfizer has pills that you could daily take. <laughs> Talk about a psyop. Marxism and fascism. Anything you allow your government to do to others, they will eventually do to you. So when you think of Afghanistan and Bagram and what the CIA was doing there, this is all coming home here. So we'll be right back here at top of the hour. So stay tuned for the second hour. Everybody rolls with their fingers crossed. Everybody knows the war is over. Everybody knows the good guys lost. Everybody knows. Fight was fixed. The poor stay poor. The rich get rich. That's how it goes. Everybody knows. Everybody knows that the boat is leaking. Everybody knows the captain lied. Everybody got this broken feeling. Hey gang, Patrick Slattery here with an important message that is pertinent to anyone who shops for groceries, eats food, or just has an inquisitive mind like myself. What I'm about to introduce you to is a segment of our food culture that has been kept so low profile to the American public that virtually no one is aware of how dominant it is on our refrigerator and cupboard shelves. What I'm talking about is the kosher certification industry and the new app, Koshertified, that delivers a comprehensive education on all aspects regarding this little-known practice. After reviewing this app, I found that it is useful for practically anyone who purchases food, regardless of their religious faith or identity. 
its database of products not kosher certified is a win-win convenience for all food conscious people. So why not check out thekosherquestion.com or click on the link at nationalbugle.com and see how modifying your grocery shopping with the Kosher Certified app can make a huge difference for your future.